Industrial Talk is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks. Palo Alto Networks offers zero trust for your operational technology without the PTSD. If you're in the digital transformation game, keeping operational technology secure and running smoothly is a tall order. It's enough to make any coolest operations director wake up in night sweats. Palo Alto Network's Zero Trust OT security delivers comprehensive visibility and security for all OT assets, networks, and remote operations. It provides best-in-class security while simplifying OT security management. It sees and protects everything in the network, and it automates threat detection while implementing Zero Trust across all operations. So sleep better at night knowing you have the most comprehensive platform to detect, manage, and secure your OT assets. Learn more about the Palo Alto Network's Zero Trust solution. Go out to paloaltonetworks.com. That's paloaltonetworks.com. Find out more. You will not be disappointed. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. Thank you for your continued support. The number one industrial-related podcast in the universe, Ramesh, right here. You know, and it's backed up by data. Did you know that? Yep. So you don't even start to demand any... And it's like, question my, my resolve that it is the number one. Anyway, and it celebrates industry professionals all around the world because you're bold, brave, and you dare greatly. You are changing lives and you are changing the world. We are broadcasting on-site. Accruent Insights is the location or is the, the user community, which is just absolutely wonderful. A lot of people are discussing challenges and solving problems right here, right now. And by the way, if you ever want to come to a, a place called... Uh, Gaylord, uh, it's a must. I mean, you'll be amazed at the size. You've heard him once, you've heard him twice. We've got Ramesh in the house, Ramesh Galati. We're going to be talking about education. Let's get cracking. All right, Ramesh, you're back. You're back, and you're going to be sharing some pearls of wisdom. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate uh, that. You're always good. Absolutely. You know, the Industrial Talk podcast doors are always open for you. Thank you. Again, we meet at different places. I'm glad we are meeting at my hometown, Nashville. Greetings from Music City. It is great, by the way. Yeah, food's great. It's just, it's got a great vibe to it. We haven't been outside of the Gaylord because this is a small state. It's, uh, it's the 51st state. <laughs> Smart state, but long state. It is. It's amazing. All right. We already know your background. 350 years of uh, experience. Just kidding. <laughs> Combined experience. You've forgotten more about, about reliability asset management than anybody can imagine. Uh, we're going to be touching upon education. Why don't you take the listener right now through sort of what you're thinking about from an education perspective? Well, what I'm thinking is, I mean really is in, a, a, in the field person who has been on in the plan, in the field for many, many years. And what I found that we have to make sure our people have proper skill set, their proper education. 
because without that you cannot get things done properly. And what our people are coming from the schools, what we get them, they are not ready for the plant work. They are not ready for hands-on experience kind of the work. Not even close. Not close. I mean, there's a level of sophistication out there. Well, again, what we teach in the colleges and universities and schools is a more a theoretical stuff. Okay, they are not hands-on experience, practical, and that's a challenge. So, what I'm thinking, what I have, we have done, what I have done when I was working, again I have retired a few times, but still working because I have a passion for what I do, educate and get people at higher level so they can do a more productive work. So I'm more on education, educating people, making sure they have the knowledge. Okay? So over the years, in fact, I've done a lot of training on my own people and request from my own people and the industry, hey, why do you do something? So I wrote a couple of few books on this one, okay? So make sure people have a, they can go someplace, get the resources, so they can start learning themselves, okay? And last- What, what, what are the name of the books? Maintenance and Reliability Best Practices, uh -huh. which is now in third edition. I'm glad, I'm happy, and really happy about it that it's in third edition now. Okay. So, I have to ask the question, because what I see here and what I uh, experience with the conversations is this speed, this, this constant change. How do, how do you keep up with their... Well, I mean, there's blocking and tackling from a, from a reliability perspective, and that's important. There's just so much going on. Well, thing is, fundamentals don't change. Yeah. Yes, we are new technologies coming. Yeah, yeah. But fundamentals of maintenance and reliability have not changed. You know, we have to plan the work. We have to schedule the work. We have to have a workflow process. Yes, fundamentals have not changed. So we have to educate yeah. people on that one. You know, so my books, again, as I said, it's in third edition. The reason I wrote is I want to share my knowledge, yeah. what I know. So that's the, in fact, uh, it's a uh, new younger people are coming and they don't want to read the books. Yeah. Okay. So what last two years, what I've done is uh, working with the uh, Relabit X and some other people, we have come online. The whole book we have transferred in online version. No way. And with a video, so you can go self-paced and learn, you know, whenever you want to do it. Oh, you have videos with it too. Huh? Yes, video. So you can go online and on computer-based and do your education whenever you need, if you have a time available. Right. Okay. Also, I have written on 10 rights of asset management. Say that again? 10 rights of asset ah, management. Right, right, right. Because what we have learned is uh, we are operate in a silos. I mean, planning of that asset, design of that asset, procurement, all those things are done in silos. And we don't talk to each other. Yeah. But that's not the way to do it. So that's the reason I tell you, Helen, I wrote this book, 10 Rights of Asset Management, where we are talking about, you know, whole process. Hey, 
you need to have a right specification, you need to have a right design, you have to have a, a, a right uh, a procurement process, so we don't go for cheapest value, we go to best value, then you have to have a some kind of installation process, a build process, installation process, that's done before as it gets on the floor. Then we do operation, maintenance, improvements, all the, and then we have to manage all of those. We have to make sure we have right people on the floor. We have right uh, uh, resources and training. Uh, and we have to make sure we have a, our process are robust, you know, some ISO certification. All those kind of things are there. We have to make sure. So it's not just uh, having a, a, what I say, proper skill set, you have to write process, you have to write policy, you have to make sure everyone on the food chain from top management to bottom, they all understand where we're going, what's our vision, where we want to do, what's our policies there. But isn't it a journey? I mean, you, you see, I mean yes. when you're popping, you're just, you're, you, you can't flip a switch in this stuff. That's it's exactly not. right. It's, it's a journey. Yeah. People, sometimes, our financial people in our companies, organizations, they want a quick return. They want, hey, let's apply RCM or apply this or get this new technology. It's just by switching, you don't get you it. You do it. It takes time. It's a journey. You have to build a culture. You have to transform people's thinking, their paradigms. It takes time. It's not overnight. So education, awareness of your people is really is the key. Yeah, and I, I, I think another part of it, and and because to to properly educate, to learn, to 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 ingest this wonderful information. I think there has to be this uh, collegial, collaborative type of conversation back and forth to to make sure that many of the principles are being you know, retained. Because you just you just rattled off a ton of ton of yeah. stuff, which is just all important. And all I can think of is a company saying, I get it. Holy cow, where do I start? Well where do you start? Again, we have to start fundamentally educating people. Thing I've seen over the years, many companies start building, they have right people, they're doing the right thing, and then the person at the top or the advocate leaves, yeah. the whole thing drops. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, and it's a saw. Sure, sure. <laughs> and we have, that's the reason I really, what I learned over the years, if you don't have right culture, sustainable culture. You cannot get things going for the long haul. There's you no way. To, you have to build the culture and sustainable culture so people can, you know, keep pushing themselves, you know, so to get to excellence. And you just don't get one time, you have to stay there. And that's the key, how you can stay at the top. Yeah, see, and that's a tough one. That's a tough one because what happens is that you develop this culture. You invest, and it's an investment, investment of time and money that you develop, in, and you reap the benefits. You should reap the benefits right. from a from a manu or from an operations perspective, reaping the benefits. And then all of a sudden, there's that change, and then somebody's saying, "Why are we spending all this money?" But they don't see the journey. They don't yes. see that we were here. Now we're here, and we're sustaining it here. But they don't see that. That's that's a 
problem is at our top management to understand that hey to build a culture to sustainable culture you have to keep education awareness and something is important which i really focus is the training how much money we should spend on our training yeah. is hard time comes one first thing we do is cut training cut, cut people that's not the way to do it i mean you have to keep continuing education keep educating awareness keep educating everyone it's not just one people hey let's do these people let's do we have to do all everyone needs to be educated make sure they have their skill set or upskilling whatever you want to call it and they are and yes new technology is coming we have to prepare people for that you know so that's really is education of your people and the building culture thing one thing i learned is hey is a everyone should be on the same page talking same language one thing i was able to do my last place was getting people certified now certified means qualifying people upskilling them you know for their job and at every level when you get people certified even general manager or chief engineer or director of manufacturing director of hiring procurement all these people then they start talking same language it becomes much easier to make a change you know that so education becomes a key part of this journey it's it's everything i uh, it it is it's and and if you're not educating and if you don't have that passion to educate then then your your knowledge is somewhat stale just because things change so dramatically so quickly yeah. and and yeah we we've got the the technology the innovation that is existing out there but you can't you can't effectively handle the new innovation and the technology if you don't have the 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 fundamentals that are just solid in your understanding on on the application you just can't see change innovation improvements are necessary today's environment mm-hmm. you have to make improvements you have to make innovation but implementing that is a really means we have to prepare people for change i want change unless it helps me to do my job better yep. i think that's the kind of thing we have to tell people hey yes change is necessary without change we cannot live change is necessary but we have to prepare people we have to make this technology such a way implementation that technology so that it can help people help me to do do my job better more efficiently more effectively for a, a listener out there that's saying yeah hey, i hear what you're saying and i and i recognize or there's a recognition that i need to educate and i have to key up i have to i have to make it a part of my process my professional right. process yeah. right what are some of the options that exist out there well again hey there is a way you can do your self training you can go to read the books or you can go to college or some special 
colleges they do the special training for you for two day seminar three day seminar you go to conferences like this today yeah, yeah, uh, we are yeah. here at current or smrp or some other conferences you go or uh, imc so you go to those places to learn something what yeah. new technology is coming but again hey you need to be making sure your local chapters you can join like local yeah, chapter for yeah. your societies yes it takes time your time that's important yeah. it takes your time and effort you have to do something yourself hey you may have to spend few hours your own time reading some of the things or going to these conferences or your local chapter meetings to understand what's going on you just have to commit to that and that's they're right. available and, just, and, and then once you start to committing committing to those those local chapters then then all of a sudden more opens up i That's mean right. you just find out more i mean uh, you have to build your network you know and working with them and you can yeah, hey if i know scott hey i learned something from him i can yeah. call him anytime i got some issues and uh, that's the way you do the learning yeah. hey. all right how do people get a hold of you there ramesh i uh, love what you're can, talking about uh, they can get me on linkedin Yep. <laughs> I just <do>. got it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Ramesh.Gulati at RelabityX.com and they can get me. There it is. So, please. Educate. Educate, educate as much as you possibly can. Reach out to uh, uh, individuals like Ramesh and others. Build that network. That is important. Thank you very much. It's always, always enjoyable to see you. It's my pleasure <laughs> to talk to the people and... <laughs> Share my smoke here, right? Yeah. There it is, man. All right, listeners, we're going to wrap it up on the other side. We'll have all the contact information for Ramesh out on Industrial Talk. So fear not, you'll be able to connect with him. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. Uh, that's Ramesh Galati, the reliability Sherpa. He. I'm telling you, he's forgotten more about asset management, reliability, maintenance than I'll ever know. He is that impressive. Reach out to Ramesh. Reliability X is the company. Uh, you need to get in the reliability game. Again, we're all about education, which Ramesh talked about. Collaboration and, of course, innovation. And pulling them all together with some action, with some focus. That's what industrial talk is all about. You need to participate in this platform. You need to be a part of it. Just go out to industrial talk. Go out there, find a little button, say I want to find out more. Boom, connect, and let's have a conversation. We're creating these masterminds. It's all about solving problems. You need to be a part of it. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly, hang out with Ramesh, change the world. That's what industry does. We're going to have another great conversation shortly, so stay tuned.